right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast and a special episode, our Extra Extra, where both me and my friend Megan discuss book-related news and just the news. Just the news. Just the news. Nothing else. No topics. Uh, And we do this on a monthly basis, so we are here to talk about the upcoming book-related things for July 2022. Mm -hmm. I guess we should fully date it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, I have been very guilty of um, not reading books that I've been very excited about in the past. How about you? Uh, same here. <laughs> I, you know, I look at all these books and I think, I'm going to love reading this. And then I remember my TBR pile that right. was waiting for me and I get sad. Yeah, I have to get my TBR under 100, I think, before I'm allowed to buy <laughs> any That's more fair. books. That's fair. Here I'm like, I have and then you're like I'm over a hundred I should specify that's my TBR that's owned <laughs> as well because things get added to the TBR yeah. and I'm like I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to read this because it's I don't know just have so many I don't know how does you know it's a vicious cycle <laughs> you're like no one's ever gonna be at the end of their TBR mm-hmm. list it's kind of sad it's kind of like an existential are you trying to put me in an existential crisis yeah I was gonna say like it's one of those things one of those things well, with that piece of cheery <laughs> philosophy, we're going to go on to talking about the books that are coming out. So ignore the existential dread. Don't let it set in. And uh, think about the new books. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do good, that. Good things. Good, good things. All right. I'm going to give you the first one. All right. So start with July 5th. Coming out on July 5th. Okay. That's what I got here. Okay. Um, I have NSFW by Isabel Kaplan. Love the title. Yep. So it follows an unnamed female narrator, and she recently graduated from Harvard, landed a coveted job at a TV network. Readers are dropped into the protagonist's life as she realizes that her workplace exemplifies misogyny and sexual misconduct is rampant. As she weighs what to do, she's also balancing unhealthy relationships with food and with her mother. So every woman in corporate, yeah, like yeah, I felt like it was very realistic, relatable, <laughs> yeah, and relatable. So I'm actually kind of interested in how. Uh, um, I'm curious about the unnamed that. protagonist part. That's always yeah. really interesting because that could be really cringy or really amazing, <laughs> and, or yeah, like I feel Again, like thinking it, of like your name here fan fiction that just like you walk into the building of this well, tv network and then they cry they they say and then and then it's just a bracket your name your name here <laughs> your name here i feel like it might be more of like an artistic I'm way of saying like, artistic a, like incorporating like it's any woman kind because i'm thing. fine with a second person narration like i am fine with the you you do this you do mm-hmm. that that would be really cool um, but I realize as I'm saying this that I'm hyping my expectations for this yeah. book already. So yeah. I should maybe so, chill. We'll just chill. We'll let it. I'm curious about this one though. This one does pique my interest. Yeah. Well, that's that's why we're here. Great name and great idea. All right. Well, I have one coming out on July 5th as well. It's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, uh, and it is by Gabrielle Zevin. Mm-hmm. So on a cold day, Sam Sir Monsieur Monsieur. It sounds like Monsieur. I guess I want to say that, like French accent. <laughs> I like when French, and I don't know why. <laughs> Masser runs into Sadie Green on a train platform, and a legendary friendship is formed. Together, they create the blockbuster video game, Ishigo, a way for them to escape the harsh realities of life. 
Over the next three decades, their friendship is tested as their success leads them to money, fame, love, and betrayal. So this everything out of love, right? Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah, plus it is actually, I believe, a line from Macbeth, I want to say, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Oh. So I'm very, like, I my, my internal, like, I need to read 29 books to get my TBR under 100 so I can buy this one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I have, you know, like, five days. <laughs> I mean, just sneak it in. Sneak it in. Who would know? Who would know? Just how would they know? How would they know? <laughs> All right. Uh, another one I have for July 5th is Night of the Living Res by Morgan Culty. <laughs> And the names of yours are great. <laughs> That's what gets you me like, like I would you know the, like most poetic names and like most like classically <laughs> rendering names and stuff. And yours is like NSFW. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how how that's how you get me into the three that's your book. Fair. That's fair. Uh, this one is Twelve Stories in Morgan Tolte's debut collection. It offers a hypnotizing glimpse into the lives of people figuring out what it means to survive in the wake of inherited tragedies. There's pain and addiction in these stories, but there's also friendship and family beautifully tinted with both sadness and hope. I like the term inherited. Mm -hmm. What was it? Trauma or tragedies? Uh, inherited tragedies, yeah. Which is like an obviously referencing like generational trauma, but I, yeah. I, I feel like that impacts it a little bit more. Like that actually feels more accurate yeah yeah i really liked how that was described that, that sounds sure. great i'm like i came with my list <laughs> and then your list is like calling to me which like, is let's terrible just switch. let's just like, swap. No, let's just combine combine that's yeah that's what, that's what my wallet needs right now <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have another one for july 5th it is honey and spice by bolu babalola mm -hmm. uh, so the plot is kiki banjo is a young black woman running a college radio show about women's empowerment, dating, and relationships. A tad ironic since she tends to avoid romantic attachments herself. After condemning a new student as a playboy over the airwaves, you guessed it, Kiki accidentally <laughs> and very publicly ends up kissing him. And the only way to save the reputations is obviously to do some fake dating. I love that. Which That's is fabulous. Best. Do you have anything else for July 5th or? I don't. Just uh, just fake dating and uh, I all that good stuff. Love it. That sounds like a great book for both of us. To read. I feel like it sounds almost like more of a book for you. I don't know. I really do. I do enjoy the fake dating trope. So, yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, maybe I'll read it first. And <laughs> you can, you can, you can judge it for me. <laughs> okay, so moving on to July seventh, I have the Woman okay. in the Library by Soleri Gentil, and this is a thriller genre, so you know, I love it. It's for yeah. me. and it's about four women. They're sitting together in the reading room of the Boston Public Library when there is a scream. The library's locked down until the threat is contained. The women strike up conversation, and the story takes some twists and turns. I like that. That didn't have a great title like the other ones. <laughs> no, or maybe you just started like too high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the woman in the library. I'm not. Cool. I'm not trying to like undercut that title, but that was a very like stereotypically thriller title. Yeah. Or it could just be. A what really was that one? And it was like a Netflix show, and it's like the girl in the room of the house across the street, the street next the to the neighbor or yes. something. It's yeah. like it, it kind of sounds like that. It should yeah. be that. 
I don't actually have any for July 7th. So do you have another one? That's it for that. Day. Okay. Uh, is your next one July 12th? It is. Perfect. Uh, this is not Tuesdays following. If I don't know if you noticed. It, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even look at the calendar. Well, July 7th is most definitely not a week from July 12th is what I'm thinking. Yes. Or July 5th. That was some quick maths. Thank you. That's why you got the 100% on your well, exams. Well, 100% too. Let's not undercut Marissa's value here. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I have one coming out on July 12th. Um, so How Maya Got Fierce by Sona. So in this story, Maya dreams of working in magazines, but as the daughter, daughter of garlic farmers, her path is set. It's off to Cal Camp instead. And when she accidentally destroys valuable property and gets kicked out of the program, she can't tell her parents or ask for the thousands of dollars she owes. She ends up uh, unintentionally getting an internship that she's actually too young for. Oh. And it's her dealing with the consequences of all the actions that she has done, which is right up my alley. Uh, it's got a beautiful cover as well. It's like very, like very colorful and I kind of like, I honest, I'm judging book by cover yeah, here. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that one. I'm curious about it. Uh, apparently it was supposed to come out in August of 2021 as well. So it got delayed oh. a little bit. I don't know the story there. This is kind of a new book that I found. So I mean, if anyone knows the story, let us know. But uh, yeah. For sure. I mean, you had me at Garlic Farmers. So Yeah, that's where I, 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 <laughs> I was logged like, in. Yes. I was like, it's such a unique thing. You I know? was like, you really put thought into this. One. I'm going <laughs> to check it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, okay, so my first pick for July 12th is The It Girl by Ruth Ware. We all know I love mm -hmm. a Ruth Ware book here. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's about April. She's the first person Hannah met at Oxford, and they quickly became inseparable with their group of friends until April Something was tragedy coming. killed. <laughs> 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 that was perfect timing. A decade after April's murder, Hannah learns that the recently deceased convicted killer may have been innocent. With a journalist probing for details and the murderer likely still out there, Hannah reconnects with her old friend group to uncover their long buried secrets. Interesting. Which is like typical Ruth where there's always like a group of friends or like siblings or whatever. Have to yeah, and I know together. this isn't like necessarily uh just to Ruth Ware. It's more of like the thriller mystery genre, but like the like very like twisty turny secrets seemed like like she does an extra job of that. Oh yeah, so, she's so good at it. Um, so I lied to you. Also, I, I actually <laughs> I had another one for July fifth, which is terrible. So I'm gonna That's add right. it in here. Uh, so Lore Olympus Volume Two. <laughs> what? It's coming out. Yes. So uh, volume two is coming out on July 5th and volume three is actually coming out in October as well. I've, of course, read it all on the webtoon and that will not prevent me from buying this <laughs> book. Um, and it's great because it's not a book that's going to go on my TBR because I already read it. Yay. So it doesn't even count, right? Exactly. Um, so for those who are a little bit less familiar with Lower Olympus, uh, it follows the story of Hades and Persephone, and in the volume two, kind of the summary of the plot goes that Persephone was ready to start a new life when she left the mortal realm for Olympus. However, she quickly discovered the dark side of her glamorous new home, from the relative minor gossip threatening her reputation to a realm-shattering violation of her safety by the conceited Apollo, and she's struggling to find her footed, footing in the fast-moving realm of the gods. Hades is also off balance, fighting against his uh, his feelings for the young goddess of spring while maintaining his lonely rule of the underworld. World. As the pair are drawn ever closer, they must untangle the twisted webs of their past and present to build a new future. Mm, that's so good. good. 
makes me want to reread the whole I know, thing. I'm like, I'm a little behind on the web, so I think I'm going to be doing that this weekend. That's actually a better place to be than where I am, which is me refreshing it and yeah. being like, <laughs> knowing that it's not coming out whatever day I'm looking at it, and like still just like being like, please, just please make a mistake. Just, yeah, right make now a mistake. you're releasing release release another episode. <laughs> Okay, my second one. So we're back to July 12th, in case anyone got lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> my <laughs> so why didn't you tell me? Question mark. It's a question. Is it a question? It's a question. By okay, Carmen good. Rita Wong. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot. Um, growing up, Carmen Rita Wong always wanted to belong, whether in Harlem among the Latina women like her mother, or in Chinatown with her immigrant father. When Carmen's mother, Lupe, remarries a white man, they move to the wealthy suburbs of New Hampshire. After Lupe quickly has four more children, Carmen's relationship with her mother becomes fraught. After her mother's death, Carmen finally learns her mother's secret history and finds her own identity is shaken in this poignant memoir. That sounds great. I like um, two things about that, that you had to point out that the title was a question. I love that. That I've was my favorite seen part. That and two, I liked that the beginning of that summary rhymed, which is why I was laughing. You were not Where? saying anything funny. Growing up, Carmen Rita Wong always wanted to belong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little couplet. I like that. Good job, Carmen Rita Wong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I that's it was like this nice, like, oh, I want to belong story. And then I was just giggling. No, that's, so. <laughs> that's fine. I wasn't offended or anything. And do you have anything for July 12th? I don't have anything okay, else. I have one. I have one more. For July 12th. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's What Moves the Dead by T. King Fisher. It, when Alex Easton, a retired soldier, receives word that their childhood friend, Madeline Usher, is dying, they race to the ancestral home of the Ushers in the remote countryside of Uritania. So it's a horror gothic type of book it's actually based on Edgar Allan Poe's The Fall of the House of Usher yeah it has like an interesting plot sounds like there's like some fungal growths and possessed wildlife in there fungal growth a dark pulsing lake she sleepwalks strange voices (laughs) I love this this is so chaotic it sounds so interesting like it sounds like kind of like almost I want to say sci-fi but it's yeah, more, it is like that. It kind of the way that you described the weirdness of that. It reminded me of when I read like an uncommon stars description, and I mm-hmm. was just like, I can't not buy this because it's so yeah. absurd. I feel like I this might get out to my TBR sooner than later. Like a little bit of a priority list. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, do you have another one for July twelfth? No, that's it for me. So we're on to July nineteenth. Yes. All right, so I have one for July nineteenth. This is actually my last one. So crumbs by. Danny Sterling, uh, so this is a graphic novel, and it was originally a webtoon. It follows Ray, a young seer, struggling with her powers, discovering love and friendship in her town's magic bakery. Yeah, so it makes me excited because uh, Laura Olympus was also a webtoon, or is still a webtoon, rather. Um, I'm curious if I can find this before it comes yeah. <laughs> on webtoon, because I'm already on there. Well, I mean, it's um, probably, yeah. And it would be nice to read a little bit... Uh, before you buy. I, I'm a big fan of buying graphic novels, even if I've kind of already read them, like, online or something, because I actually, they become, like, little works of art to have. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, one, I have Laura Olympus Olympus out right now, but I don't think I went, like, a week without somebody coming over and being like, look at this beautiful book yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I think, like, well, you're, it's, like, extra support 
for yes. the author and then you also can lend out the book for more people to read it who like don't want to try webtoons or they just don't have access to it or it's not their thing i know i was talking to a friend recently while i was in toronto and uh, she was talking about how like it's a little bit weird to think about just like scrolling through something like that mm-hmm. and i actually showed her like the beginning of laurel and piss I was trying to obviously trying to get her to read a laurel and piss what else yeah. would i be doing exactly. <laughs> and i was showing her and she was like oh this is actually not confusing and mm-hmm. i thought it might have been and i was like oh that's interesting that that was maybe like the go-to thought because I'm more used to it now. I've I've read a lot of mangas and webtoons and stuff like on my phone and so I'm pretty used to reading it that way but if you're not used to it at all like yeah it would maybe seem a little bit weird to not be flipping pages. Oh totally I I get it so yeah it's a good thing about supporting these uh printed options but um so if you're not into reading any new books this month but you still want to take in that content i have some movie releases okay coming out you know as i do because that's my thing the first one that i'm sure most people have heard about is where the crawdads sing by delia owens mm-hmm. originally released in 2018 book form reese witherspoon pick of the month whatever she does reese witherspoon book club or <laughs> book club whatever <laughs> it is um it'll be coming out july 15th and it's a story that follows two timelines that slowly intertwine. The first timeline describes the life and adventures of a young girl named Kaya as she grows up isolated in the marsh of North Carolina between 1952 and 1969. The second timeline follows an investigation into the apparent murder of Chase Andrews, a local celebrity of Barclay Cove, a fictional coastal town of North Carolina. So originally I had no interest in reading that book, but then I read that. <laughs> and I want it <laughs> like the two intertwining timelines just yeah, are you a big fan of that i do i think it's very interesting how they like it's more so like how they do it yeah that's fair that's what i and how it ends up like i find that it's actually much more confusing in movie form mm-hmm. than book form agreed um i know that that like there's been a lot of movies where they've they've had that kind of split timeline or something and i've totally been confused for like 45 minutes (laughs) totally and hopefully the obviously the movie hopefully it does a good job of doing that who knows maybe they won't have two separate timelines going at the same time maybe they'll do you know their own thing so we'll find out um a couple other movies here so july 1st we have the terminal list written by jack carr this is like one of those lieutenant commander kind of books I probably won't watch it unless I watch it with my partner and, you know, we like action adventure <laughs> movies. <laughs> no, no, I like how it's I don't not like it by me. myself, but it's not together. Me. We, we like it. I get what you mean. Like, there's some things that are better even, well, with certain people who like it, but like also just better in a group in general. Yeah. Like I just, that's just what we prefer to watch together. I don't know. Do you want to hear what it's about? We should probably tell people. We should probably, probably tell, tell the people. people what Sorry, guys. Can you tell how much I'm interested in this one? Um, <laughs> so, Lieutenant Commander James Reese returns home devastated after his entire platoon of Navy SEALs is ambushed and killed. Home should be a safety net for this veteran, but when he lands on American soil, he finds his government may be against him. He becomes wrapped up in a conspiracy with no one close to support his homecoming, and his desire to avenge his fallen team leads him to the upper echelons of power in an attempt to hold those in charge accountable and it has chris pratt in it 
And... I'm not a big Chris Pratt fan. You kind of lost me. Yeah. <laughs> you started to get me a little bit. That was very bit. interesting there. And, and I was like, this wouldn't normally be what I would go for, but hey, maybe we could give it a read, give it a... Yeah. Whatever. And then you're like... Ooh. And then you said Chris Pratt, and personally, my but, brain went, no. But... But Constance Wu is in it. Okay. And she... Yeah. I feel like she'll make it. Chris Pratt has got to stop doing this, where he works <laughs> with people who are really good. That's true. It's like, Chris Pratt, you're bringing everyone down. You're bringing, you're bringing my interest in this down, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. Another one on July 1st. Okay. Which is our Canada Day, by the way. I just remember that. I could just binge watch all these. Yeah. Anyways. So, <laughs> for fans of Bridgerton, this will be a good one. It's Mr. Malcolm's List by Suzanne Elaine. So it follows two young women in 1800s England who come up against a conceited and arrogant bachelor irritatingly insistent on selecting the perfect wife. Julia has warned her best friend Selena <laughs> about the man's hunt for a spouse and gets her on board with a re- revenge plot to give Mr. Malcolm a taste of his own medicine. It's a tale of women navigating high-class London society that becomes both a regency, romance, and comedy of manners. I am... A- I, I, so I do this thing where I <laughs> like to watch period pieces in cross-stitch because oh. it feels right. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know, and then they're like embroidering or whatever and I'm cross-stitching and I'm like, it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> we are akin here. And um, so I'm always looking for more period pieces that aren't garbage because there are quite a yes. few that I don't actually really love. So this one is intriguing. It sounds interesting. Has Frida Pinto in it. I think she's okay. a great yeah. actress. And yeah, one of those ways to just get in touch with your 1800 female London roots. <laughs> as we all need to. As we all need to. That's something yeah. we gotta do. <laughs> okay. Check that off my daily list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, right a couple last more, one. couple, couple more. more. Okay. Uh, next one, Bullet Train by Kotaro Isaka. I've been seeing ads for this one everywhere, trailers, what have you. Um, yeah, your social media actually knows that you like movies. Yeah, that like, knows that like I don't. Movies that have been adapted from <laughs> the books. only one I've been seeing is the Barbie movie. <laughs> no, oh I haven't seen any of that, but that's a whole other discussion. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one has Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Aaron Taylor Johnson. So, a couple big names. few big names there. You know, they're all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, the propulsive thriller is looking to take the lead in genre of mystery films set on a moving train. So, there's more than one. Murder on the Orient Express is another mystery movie on a train. Um, so there's follow- actually like I feel like that's a niche genre. It is but totally it's like there's I've seen a lot of them. It's a niche. That's your thing. Good for you. Anyways. It follows five individuals riding on Japan's lightning-fast Shinkansen. They board the train, but will they all get off alive when they arrive at their destination? On board are psychopaths, revenge seekers, assassins, and a suitcase of money that everyone wants. The train trip becomes a journey of double-crossing and murderous motivations moving at 320 kilometers per hour. Is that the appeal of the train mystery niche genre? Yeah. Is that the appeal that, like, you're you're stuck on this thing going really, really fast? Because, like, yeah. personally, then, I feel like, why aren't there more mysteries on, like, airplanes? I feel like. Or is it just that it's an older transportation method? Maybe. Maybe it's that. But also, to me, like, I'm less likely to watch a show like this on an airplane than I am on a train. Maybe yeah. Because, like, we don't have 
all like trains passenger trains like that here mm, so it's like the intrigue of yeah why, yeah okay i can well, see that happen like uh, to me like being on a train isn't like scary as it is but yeah. being on an airplane is like i guess there are uh, like certain amount of films too that are about just on planes like i'm thinking about there was one with jodie foster and it's like about her <gasps> kid going missing yeah oh, that one was really good what i don't like is it's always these like super turbulent flights where like they're like yes. hit an amount of turbulence that like you would never and people get like injured and they're, like people are like thrown on the yes. ceiling and stuff it's like very Grey's Anatomy yes. happening like, which they thing. also did an episode where like they <laughs> of course they, they did not the plane crash one either this was a different a one different plane years one. later Meredith gets on a plane again don't know how that happened mm. um and like people are hitting the ceiling and I'm like is this common because it's unlocking a lot of new fears yeah I <laughs> say no but you never know the drama or, of it i think is or worse. what about snakes on a plane snakes on a plane. how many snakes are on a plane that you gotta be <laughs> worried about <laughs> someone had to say it yeah why don't they do snakes on a train snakes on a train i think is it not as scary it would be as scary you can't jump off a train either not a 320 kilometer an hour train yeah if it's going like 20 i'd, I'd risk it i'd be like yeah let's do like a tuck and roll tuck action and roll. <laughs> <laughs> i've been trading for this mentally mentally yes physically no no but we'll, we'll risk it um okay you said you had another one one more okay and you love this dc league of super pets July 29th, so we're ending the month in a bang, guys. Yeah, I love this. So, <laughs> what is this about? Basically, I mean, it's what you would assume. It's a computer-animated superhero comedy movie. Um, <laughs> the gang is a ragtag team, including Crypto, the super dog. This is Superman's pet dog that shares his Kryptonian powers. Ace, the bat hound, Batman's dog that has super strength and invulnerability. PB, the pot belly pig. That's cute. That's, I, that's I like cute. that one. Um, that's Wonder Woman's pet that can grow in size. Merton the turtle, Flash's pet that acquires super speed. That's cute. A turtle with super speed? That's hilarious. And Chip the squirrel, Green Lantern's pet that gains electrical powers. So, yeah, I'm going to watch that. That sounds <laughs> awesome. I'm going to watch this too. We should get together. Yeah, and we should like live Instagram tweet. We it. <laughs> we should totally do that. Yes, let's do it. Okay, guys. I was gonna say we could live tweet it. We don't have a Twitter. We don't have a Twitter, but we do have an Instagram, which you can go follow right now if you're not already doing it mm-hmm. at the Book Jar hint, Pod. Hint. Uh, mm-hmm. But also follow it because I think we should literally do that and just film reactions because I think that's great. We should do it. It's a date. Everyone else, put that on your calendar. Yeah. Um, if you have calendars now, you know, you probably just use your phone calendar. But, but that's still a calendar. It's still a calendar. Um, and that has Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. And Vanessa Dwayne Bader. Johnson and Kevin Hart, I swear. They're in every single movie together. I, like, <laughs> is it just the world's best romance? Or is it... That's a... Yes. I'm have they made yes. an official partnership? Like, did they do they have the same agent? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like do they just really love working together that much? Because I kind of love that too. I love when actors have a person, a person or people, and do multiple projects with them. I think it's so fun. Yeah. So that makes me excited to see them. Then. I I like them both. They're all they're pretty good. They're pretty funny, they're and they funny. they're. They're funny in different ways. And which they is play nice. off each other well. Yeah. And well, because they're like polar opposites, even like 
Yeah, even <laughs> in like appearance. <laughs> Physically, they are. And also, I'm excited to see who's super dog and... Honestly, I think both of us should not look into this anymore. Okay, I'm not looking. <laughs> Hands off the Googles. <laughs> we should just go in surprised. <laughs> okay. All right, I love that. All right, so that brings us to the end of our extra extra. It was a little bit longer. We had a little bit more. You had a little bit more. I was for once and movie something. news. I usually take care of the movie, the the movies rather. So I can, <laughs> I can speak. Um, you usually take care of the movies mostly because I am. Not well-versed in Hollywood things. Uh, but, yeah. So, let us know which one of your favorite books coming out in July that we missed. Because, obviously, we there's too many coming out. We, yeah. we definitely missed one that you know yes. about. Uh, you can let us know what we missed on our social media at the Bookstore Pod on Instagram. Other than that, thanks so much for listening. And we will be... I'm not looking into movies, but we will be very excited about this dog movie. That... This dog movie. DC Pets. Uh, pets. I guess pets. Pet movie. I'm just going to dream about uh, the turtle with super speed. Yeah. Last such a turtle. good idea. I don't remember his name, but I'm going to call Merton. 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 That's a great turtle name. Yeah. I love it. I love uh, all the names. All right. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you later. See ya. Thank you.